Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. One of the most frequently asked questions that I get is, should I be dollar cost averaging or should I just throw all of my money in at one time? And this comes up with friends who have been kind of parking cash on the sidelines. This comes up with people writing into the show, like wondering if they should save their money and do it monthly, if they should put money in every single week. Uh, If you've got cash on a daily basis, should you use a robo investor and just automatically set these things up? And this is a fun conversation. It's a good way of looking at things. And just to let you know, I do both. I do don't think about it, dollar cost averaging that goes in every two weeks, every fortnight, if you will. And then I have some money on the sidelines that I wait for specific times to make a bigger deposit. And this episode is a rerun from 2022 about dollar cost averaging versus lump sum investing. I hope you give it a listen. I hope you're enjoying your holidays and we will see you live again very soon in the new year. We'll talk to you soon. Well, 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 welcome back to My Millennial Investor the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to get your money in the market and when to get your money in the market. And should you be getting your money into the market? We're going to be comparing lump sum investing versus dollar cost averaging. We're in the middle of a bear market. And look, if you've been paying attention, if you've been listening to My Millennial Investor, you know that we probably are looking at a bear market for at least a year and maybe flat for a little bit of time after that. I want to look at today a time frame from the year 2000 to 2007, which was just a big old flatty, <laughs> a flat market of no fun unless you, were, eh, unless you were following the strategies we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, let's talk about some examples that you can do to try to make the most wise decisions of making your money make you money. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. Okay, to dollar cost average or not to dollar cost average? That is the question. That is a direct quote from Bill Shakespeare. He was a wise investor himself. All right, let's be real. If this is your first bear market as an investor, this is not a fun time. It could be a very scary time. You might have thrown a lot of money in in the year 2021, and it could all have disappeared. Literally, you might be negative from a huge, huge up year. We seemingly hit the top, and we crashed into it, and we have come falling down quite a bit. It has not been a great time to invest, to at least watch your investments come tumbling down. So now you're thinking, is it even worth it? Is investing all it's cracked up to be? Maybe you've been listening to podcasts like this, and you you know that people tell you, apparently, that over the long term, five to seven to 10 years, you average between seven and 8% per year in broad-based indexes. But you've been investing and it's, it's down quite a bit. In fact, you might be down 25 or 30%, depending on what kind of stocks and indexes you're in. So you're thinking, was I sold a bag of lies? Like, was I just the last person to join this investment Ponzi scheme and now I'm stuck holding the bag? I don't think so. In fact, as investors, we always have to learn to look left. When you look left, 
you lose a lot of the chop. You you zoom out and you look at the broader time frames, you look at the bigger horizon, and what does the market look like? It just looks like it's going up and to the right. Unfortunately, many of us are in our first bear market. Well, I wish I was in my first. I'm in my third. But you might be in your first as an investor, and it's a scary time. Let me reassure you, things are going to be okay. Every bear market that has started has stopped, and normally bear markets are shorter than bull markets. So you just got to make sure you don't get out of the market before the next bull starts, because then it's really no fun. But we're here to learn, we're here to figure out, and we're here to try to find out how to make our money make us money. So let's look at an example number one. You've got some money on the sidelines. Maybe you got a bonus at your job. Maybe you've been saving because you haven't been investing money in the market. Instead of just automatically sending money into the market, you're just putting it on the sidelines in a money market account ready to invest. Should you try to time the market bottom? Should you dollar cost average? Or maybe somewhere in between? Let's talk about somewhere in between real quick. A strategy that a lot of people use, a strategy that I have personally used, and a strategy that actually works pretty well is purchasing larger sums of money at the 200-day moving average. Okay, Nick, what the heck is the 200-day moving average? Well, the 200-day moving average is an indicator that you can put on any chart that you look at, whether you're in TradingView or Yahoo Finance, anywhere in between, you can add the 200-day moving average and if you wait and make larger purchases at the 200-day moving average, you typically do better than lump sum investing and dollar cost averaging. However, one, you have to know what the 200 moving day average is. Two, you have to have the time to actually decide you're going to wait and try to time the 200-day moving average. And three, it's not all that fun watching your portfolio go down waiting to invest more money. So let's look at some other options. You don't want to get as technical as the 200-day moving average. What else can you do? Well, you can lump sum. And let's look at two strategies. Had you lump summed in the year 2000? In the year 2000. Any, any Conan fans out there? Hopefully or else that was just a real stupid joke. All right, the year 2000. Let's say you're a geriatric millennial like myself, and you graduated high school in 2000 or 2001. And Granny, let's say you come from a nice family, Granny gives you 10000 bucks. You took econ. You know that investing is a great idea. Maybe Granny even says, why don't you invest this money? So you decide to take that $10,000 and put it in the market to make that money make you money. You don't need it next week to buy Burger King. You've got a time horizon of at least after college and hopefully just to maybe buy your first home. So you decide to purchase a diversified index fund, either the S&P 500 or the A200. So now you own either the best 500 stocks in America or the top 200 stocks in Australia, and you are ready to make that $10,000 work. So May 2000, you graduate, and lump sum investor, you put all $10,000 to work right away. Fast forward seven years. You've graduated college. You've got two years into your first job. You're ready to buy a house, and you open up your investment account that you haven't looked at for seven years somehow, and you realize, click on this tab, click on this tab, click on this tab, and you've found portfolio performance. How much has Granny's $10,000 grown to? How much can I afford for a down payment of a house? And you click performance, and you realize that you're actually down $1. Your $10,000 is now worth $9,999. Welcome to investing, right? 
seven years and it didn't grow. You, you were told that it grows seven or eight percent every year. What the heck's going on? You're actually down a dollar. And that's probably before broker fees. How can this have happened? What, what in the world happened? Well, unfortunately, you graduated in May 2000, and that's about the height of the market back then. May 2000, the dot-com bust was fully engaged. The $10,000 that you bought at the height of the dot-com bust fell 50% until about February 2003. 50%. So three years into your purchase, you're down 5000 bucks. And then it luckily bottomed out, and you bounced back up till about May, June, July-ish of 2007, and your $10,000 is now only down $1. Wah, wah, wah. All right, what happens with the dollar cost averager? Again, Granny gives you $10,000 for graduating high school, and instead of dumping all that in in one lump sum, you take $500 a month over the next 20 months, and you purchase the same index. Well, $500 a month over 20 months, that $10,000 over the next seven years has now grown to $15,000. All right, thanks for joining us on today's episode. My name is Nick Bradley. I'm your host. We'll see you next time. Dollar cost averaging wins, right? Well, yeah, but let's look at why. In this instance, in this seven-year little sneak peek we did, little seven-year scenario, dollar cost averaging did beat quite a bit the lump sum investing. But I'm cherry-picking the dates like a lot of financial people do to make a point. And the seven-year or the $10,000 lump sum happened to be at the very height of a crazy dot-com run that just happened to end. And because you dollar cost averaged there, you didn't know that everything was about to bust. You didn't know the economy was going to come collapsing down. You didn't know that Amazon was going to be down to 40 cents per share. So you just dollar cost averaged all the way down, and it just happened to end up being a great decision for you. But those just happen to be luck, right? But in this instance, truly, dollar cost averaging quietly, easily, definitively outperformed lump sum investing. But I want to get into a little bit of the nuts and bolts. I want to get into actually looking at what happened in the midst of that. And we're going to do that right after the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome back. So what happened? We're talking about seven flat years, seven years of no growth on a lump sum investment, and luckily, because it went down, the dollar cost average worked out and you were able to turn your 10 grand to 15 years. But what truly has happened? And why should you invest? Is this, is this the scariest episode you've ever heard and you're never coming back? You're selling everything you have and you're moving to Bermuda. 
Well, before you do that, let's zoom out. Let's look left on the charts. And let's talk about some statistics. In a 20-year time horizon, nobody who has ever put money, no matter where you are, top of the market, bottom of the market, middle of the market, nobody who's ever put money in a broad-based index like the S&P 500 or like the A200 has ever lost money. 20 years. Nobody has ever lost money. So that should give you some confidence. And in fact, these two particular scenarios we talked about, the lump sum and the dollar cost average, had you held through the first dot-com bust of a 50% drawdown, and then guess what? Had you held through the second huge drawdown of 52%, that's right, you just got your money back in 2007. Well, guess what? The great financial crisis of 2008 is right around the corner, and then your money fell another 52%. Had you held through those two big drawdowns, had you then held through a 2008 China crisis, had you then held through a 2020 COVID crisis, and now you're sitting here looking at your portfolio in 2022, well, guess what? The lump sum investment has grown without adding another penny, has grown from $10,000 to $37,000. The dollar cost average portfolio grew from $10,000 to $47,000. I do think the dollar cost average is the most prudent thing. It's less on your psyche. It's less work for you. You can make it automatic, and it's going to be a winning strategy. In fact, Benjamin Graham, who's like Warren Buffett's hero, it's, it's who taught Warren Buffett how to invest. He says this about dollar cost averaging. Let's say you can spare $500 a month by owning and dollar cost averaging into just three index funds, 300 into one that holds the total U.S. stock market, 100 into one with total U.S. bonds, and 100 into foreign equities. This can ensure that you own almost every investment company on the planet worth owning. In every month, like clockwork, you buy more. If the market has dropped, your preset amount goes further, buying you more shares than the month before. If the market has gone up, then your money buys you fewer shares. By putting your portfolio on permanent autopilot this way, you prevent yourself from either flinging money at the market just when it seems most alluring and is actually most dangerous, or refusing to buy more after a market crash has made investments truly cheaper but seemingly more risky. Benjamin Graham, the godfather of investing, Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time, and now Nick Bradley, all tell you, dollar cost averaging seems to be a winner. Thanks for joining us today on My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, the market trends, and income streams, so you don't have to. Look left, keep investing, probably dollar-cost averaging, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? 
Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.